Hey guys, welcome to Upbeat. I'm your host, Parker Kane. Thank you very much for being here and for listening in. I appreciate that. Uh, and if you would, on just whatever platform you're listening to this on, hit the follow and subscribe options. It'll be a little bit different just wherever you're listening. Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Upbeat is literally <laughs> like everywhere. So just whatever it is for you, I really, really appreciate those follows and downloads. So thank you for that. Today, uh, what's really Really on my mind right now, as I'm sure is on many of your minds right now, is this whole situation with the coronavirus, right? It's a big deal. It's affecting people on a global level. And I just wanted to, uh, you know, this podcast will probably be a little bit shorter, but I just wanted to briefly add my two cents, you know, and just share my thoughts with you about the whole situation. Uh, so I hope that's okay. I'm going to make an episode kind of about my response to the coronavirus. Uh, and, and first to do that, uh, you know, I want to address kind of a top five things, in my opinion, that are causing fear and panic, and just five things overall that I think are worth bringing up and talking about here on the podcast. And then I want to actually do a flashback to episode 54, Seven Ways to Push Through Adversity in 2020. There's some really good tips and advice in there that I think will be really helpful during these hard times. Uh, and then after the flashback, we'll get into some more positives and focus on the good and focus on what we can control. So uh, let's just get right into it. The top five things I think are causing fear and panic. Number one, the idea of getting the coronavirus in general. You know, nobody wants that. Uh, number two, I think almost more than being worried about getting sick, people are worried about what this is doing to the economy and to the supply chain. People are losing their jobs over this, and that can be very scary as well. Uh, number three, lack of preparation, lack of food storage, lack of savings. Number four, the news and media. A good percentage of the time, you know, I think we're just being shown the extremes and the chaos. And I would just urge you to be cautious when you consume the news and media. Uh, number five, and this is the last one, and this one, uh, you know, is the big one for me, and that's each other. Number five is each other. More than news and media, we're seeing each other's content. And what we post matters, and it's important. What we post about the coronavirus can actually cause in other people panic and anxiety and hysteria, paranoia, fear, or, you know, it can cause hope and belief and laughter and love and enthusiasm. So I think overall we're scaring each other, you know, and with everything that's happened. None of us have ever been through this before and we're panicking, and we're posting, and it's scary. I get that. Uh, it, it's a very hard times for pretty much everybody at this point. And if you're at all worried about any of the five things I just mentioned, that's totally okay. <laughs> that's totally normal. Uh, but right now, what the world needs is unity and love and positivity and hope. Uh, so now I've got this five-minute clip from a previous episode. Uh, oddly enough, <laughs> it's the very first episode that I did in 2020. It's number 54, Seven Ways to Push Through Adversity in 2020. So let's hear from that, uh, and then I'll share some thoughts after. I just thought it'd be a good thing to bring to the podcast. I also think it's a really good time for the topic because we all just set goals. We all just started a new year. And guess what? We're all about to be tested. And I really hope this is something that will help all of us as we strive to be better in 2020. So here are my seven tips or steps when it comes to facing adversity. And three of them we can start with immediately before adversity even strikes. So before you encounter any new trials, I've got three tips for you. One, accept the fact it's unavoidable. It's not in your hands. 
These adverse situations and trials will come up whether we like it or not. Okay, so number one is accepting we can't control it happening and it's unavoidable. Two, plan for the worst and hope for the best. Run through some of the worst case scenarios and think about how you would react to them. What's your plan if crisis hits you today, right now? You know, doing this kind of stuff will prepare you for hard times and it'll keep you calm and rational when something does happen because then you're like not completely caught off guard, you know? So number two is plan for the worst and hope for the best. Number three, realize and understand that your superpower is choice. No, you can't control the fact that adversity just decided to show up, but (laughs) you can control how you react and the choices you make. And when you realize that you have all the control in your hands because you have all of the choices and the power to respond however you want to and take whatever route you want to, then you won't feel as trapped by your circumstances anymore. So there's three tips we can keep in mind right now before adversity even strikes Accept the fact it's unavoidable, plan for the worst and hope for the best, and realize and understand that your superpower is choice. But when adversity does strike, here's four more tips, okay? Number one, refer back to the first three tips I just shared. (laughs) That sounds funny, but it's true. It's going to help you. Remind yourself it's unavoidable and not in your control. Remind yourself that you've planned for this and that it's not going to defeat you. Remind yourself that your superpower is choice, and at this point, you have the power to make whatever decisions you want to, and you're going to be okay. Just start with those reminders. That's number one. Number two, and this one is my all-time favorite one, find your sense of humor. All right, that actually helps us think creatively and see the bigger picture more clearly, and especially if you can laugh Your body will literally release all the feel-good chemicals. I'm talking endorphins, oxytocin, serotonin, and dopamine. This literally clears your head. (laughs) It adjusts your mindset to a positive one and releases tension and stress. Okay, it's your body's way of dealing with stress, of coping with stress. And I know it's really hard to even fathom being comical and finding humor when you're experiencing something super hard, but it's definitely possible, and I personally would really encourage it. You know, just take a breather, step back from the situation, find the humor in it, or find humor in anything that makes you feel good or makes you laugh, because either way, it's going to really help you. And when facing adversity, humor is actually a really healthy way to build resilience and keep pressing forward. Number three, get out of your head and forget about the stories you're telling yourself. We tell ourselves made up stories in our heads all the time, and usually it's just us assuming something is true when really we have no idea. Don't tell yourself a negative story that isn't even true. When you're faced with adversity, get out of your head and forget about the stories you're telling yourself. And instead, dissect it, what's true, what's not true, and make your decisions accordingly. Number four, embrace your adversity as an opportunity for you to learn and grow. Ask yourself, what can I learn from this experience? Moving forward, how can I apply this lesson, or these lessons maybe, in my life? You know, personally, I like to think of adversity as practice. It allows us to test our strength and our resourcefulness. It allows us to practice patience and humility and so many other things. But ultimately, we become really, really strong people. So I would encourage us all to take steps back from our trials, think of all the hard things that we've already overcome, remind ourselves how absolutely amazing and strong we really are, and just look at our new trials as new challenging opportunities that are going to make us even stronger. So that was the last one, but let's do a quick recap of all seven tips. So seven tips or steps of how to navigate adversity in 2020, accept the fact adversity is unavoidable, 
plan for the worst and hope for the best, understand your superpower is choice, when you're faced with adversity, remind yourself of the first three tips, that it's unavoidable, that you've planned for this, and that your superpower is choice, find your sense of humor, get out of your head and forget the made-up stories, and embrace trial as opportunity. So there you have it, my seven tips of how to face adversity in 2020. We're all excited for the new year. We've all got new plans and goals. We want to improve and become better. And we've got an idea of how we want our year to play out. But regardless of how much we plan, regardless of how prepared we are, regardless of how perfect our picture is, life will happen. Adversity will strike. Plans will change. And I really hope the things that I've shared today will help you navigate those tough times and tackle adversity head on. You know, adversity can't stop you. Nothing's going to stop you. You know, we're all going to build the lives that we deserve and the lives that we're capable of building. We are designed to create. So let's create and let's not let adversity stop us. So when adversity strikes, let's use these steps to make sure it doesn't hinder us longer than it needs to. Awesome. Well, there's some really good stuff in there uh, that I know helps me a lot, and I just hope that it helps you guys as well. Uh, we're going to get through this. We just are. Remember when everyone was freaking out about Y2K? Remember the Great Recession? Remember anthrax, West Nile, SARS, bird flu, E. coli, Ebola? Uh, and we're here, you guys. And honestly, up until now, or I guess up until 2020, because this has been kind of a crazy year, Things have been pretty great. You know, we got through the hard stuff. We've been thriving ever since. So now we have another speed bump in the road and we're going to get through it or over it. The speed bump is what you get over. <laughs> we're going to get over the speed bump uh, and we'll be, we'll be thriving again soon enough. So don't underestimate the power of each other and of other human beings and the human race. You know, look at what's been built. Look at what we have. Look at how far we've come. And imagine how much scarier this would be if we didn't have all the information and communication in the world right at our fingertips, you know? And yeah, right now, it's probably not a good, idea, a good idea to all get together and hug things out. But with technology, we can all still be there for each other. Post uplifting things. Call your family. Call your friends. If you're at home with family or friends, do more stuff together. Build your relationships. Watch all the Marvel movies. I don't know. <laughs> Look for ways to support other people. Practice compassion for yourself and for your loved ones. And I'll say this too, but slow down. It's okay to slow down. And in a way, this kind of seems like an unexpected vacation a little bit. So just do stuff or catch up on stuff that you never get to do. Make staying at home something you're grateful for. Take advantage of this time. I mean, when honestly do we ever get this? I know people that talk all year long about their one week or two week uh, break that they're going to take off from work for Christmas, right? And that's, that's it typically. So just take advantage of this time, uh, turn it into an opportunity, turn it into a positive, make the most of it. And lastly, turn to faith, pray, turn to your loving heavenly father who is there for you always and pray for you, but also pray for your family and friends and communities and for the people working tirelessly to find a cure or get the tests out there or see the patients or my goodness, the grocery store employees, freaking heroes. Pray for them and pray for help and guidance and trust in Heavenly Father and things will work out. Anyway, guys, thank you very much for being here and for listening in to my two cents and my rants about the coronavirus situation we're in and my thoughts on, you know, getting through adversity in 2020. I, again, I hope that really helps. Please don't hesitate to message me. I'm interested to hear about your stories and how you're handling all of this. And I see everything and respond to everything. So 
So hit me up on Instagram at parkercane.co. That's parkercane.co or at upbeatpod, U-P-B-E-A-T-P-O-D. And if you could, please follow the podcast and share this episode. Uh, You don't have to post it on your Facebook or anything if you don't want to, but uh, just share it with a friend or someone you think would be interested in this or enjoy this. And I'm looking forward to next week's episode, and I hope you can come back for that one. I'll be sharing more details about it later in the week on Instagram. But I will say this, it's an interview where we dive deep into the topics of creating more, sharing more, and living more of a bucket list life And we hear this from someone who has over 6,000 skydives and over 450 base jumps off of cliffs thousands of feet high in a wingsuit. It's an exciting episode, but until then, seriously, thank you very much for listening. I love you all, and I hope you're healthy, and I hope you're safe. I'll see you next week.